This is the Love Your Mom Life podcast, where we get real about getting out of your motherhood rut and creating a mom life you love. I'm your host, Nikki Odin, and I know a lot about what it's like to not love your mom life. Being a mom is hard, and being a mom with goals and dreams is even harder. Over the years, I've spent a whole lot of time on the hot mess express trying to harmonize motherhood with everything else I want out of life. But eventually, I figured it out, sort of. You can create a mom life you absolutely love. So come on, let's do this thing together. Before we dive in, this is my cute little reminder to please hit that subscribe button. Be sure to follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, be sure to visit the blog at youridealmomlife.com for real life solutions to help you take back your time and love your mom life again. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast. I'm thrilled to be kicking off a new season of the show and just can't thank you enough for being such a loyal listener. If you haven't officially hit the button in your podcast app to subscribe or follow this podcast, be sure to do that now. And if you like this episode, go ahead and share it with another mom. My big, hairy, audacious goal for this year is to impact even more women and help more moms love their mom lives. And lastly, before we dive into today's episode, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Nikki Odin so we can connect and be even better friends. And now I'm really excited about sharing my pro tips for living a more organized mom life in 2022. I'm going to level with you. I used to be a total hot mess. From the outside, it seemed like I was spending tons of quality time with my kids and that I was giving my marriage the attention it deserved, all while rocking a very successful business. Truth, I was completely disorganized. Every day was like a game of whack-a-mole. I was constantly putting out fires and running from one thing to the next. There were dirty dishes stacked all over my counter and in my sink, piles of laundry that didn't get done, and a whole lot of stuff that fell through the cracks. One day, after a particularly crippling series of mom fails, I made a decision. Something had to change with the way I was managing everything on my plate. In bite-sized chunks and after a lot of trial and improvement, I went from overwhelmed to organized. I figured out how to create habits that help me focus on what matters most in my life and my business, be more of who I want to be, and do more of what I want to do. And I want that for you. So here's my best advice for getting off the hot mess express and experiencing a more organized mom life in 2022. Pro tip number one, purge the clutter from your mind. When your mind is cluttered with every single thing you need to do for every part of your multifaceted life, it's really easy to feel crippled by overwhelm. That's why doing a regular mental dump is step number one in getting organized. A mental dump is just what it sounds like, an active and intentional dump of everything that's in your head out onto paper. And there is only one rule. Yes, there is a rule, but only one. A mental dump 
has to be done in one place. In other words, do not do your mental dump on sticky notes. Trust me, there is no point in doing a mental dump if parts of it are all over the place. Now, when I say dump out everything that's in your head, I mean everything. Books you want to read, courses you want to take, drawers you want to organize. It doesn't matter what area of your life it pertains to. It doesn't matter if it's big or small. It doesn't matter if you think you'll never have time to do it. If it's on your mind, dump it onto the paper. Now, despite being easy, this habit is incredibly powerful. It serves two purposes. First, it allows you to capture all of the little things that are swimming around in your head, making you feel overwhelmed, spread thin, and like you're one missed reminder away from dropping a ball or five. So I'm talking about picture day money, birthday invitations, letters you need to send, emails you need to respond to, text messages that you ooh forgot to respond to, every single thing that's on your mind, workout times that you want to put on your calendar, or even writing down, figure out how to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Everything, everything goes on the mental dump list. All of those things swimming around in your head. So that's the first purpose. It captures all of that stuff, gets it onto paper, and now it's somewhere where you can see it. And it feels like, oh, okay, I've at least put it somewhere and I know now I won't forget it. Second, it promotes presence and tranquility. Getting organized is a heck of a lot easier when your mind isn't being pulled in like a million different directions. Hey there, Supermom. Do you ever wish someone would come out with a step-by-step system on how to keep your shiitake together? Yeah, so have we. So at Your Ideal Mom Life, we came up with one ourselves. It's called Mom with Confidence, the keep it together system specifically for super moms like us. And you can grab yours right now for $29 at youridealmomlife.com slash momwithconfidence. In two PDFs that you can download right now, you get a complete system that teaches you how to be better at balancing time with your kids and time for yourself, how to have more patience and less mom guilt, how to complete your to-do list each day, make time to exercise, create time to enjoy your family, and how to answer that dreaded question all moms hate. What's for dinner? This proven system will help you stay on track and get a handle on all the things. That means less mom guilt, more patience, and more joy. So if you've ever stood in front of the fridge minutes before you're supposed to feed your family dinner and berated yourself for not having groceries, if you're looking at other moms like, girl, how do you have it all together while I'm over here on the hot mess express? If you want to stop feeling spread thin and start getting time for yourself without the mom guilt, head on over to youridealmomlife.com slash momwithconfidence and purchase yours today for just $29. Pro tip number two, see it to achieve it. Once you've purged all that clutter from your mind, you'll have the capacity to visualize yourself getting organized. What do you want your life to look like? Give yourself permission to dive deep here. You might even want to pause me for a minute. See every single detail. Then, Take it a step further and write those details in your journal 
or a Google Doc or even send yourself an email. It doesn't have to be fancy. Personally, I'm a huge fan of vision boards. I don't do anything crazy or too ornate. I just find images of what I'm envisioning on the internet, print them out, and paste those babies on a piece of poster board. And the reason I love a vision board is because the mind thinks in pictures. So having a place where you can see what you want to achieve, and I mean like photographs of my dream laundry room or pictures of one of my favorite tennis players hitting her serve, things that I want to be able to do, I get pictures of that and I paste it on a board. Easy and so effective. When life gets hairy, as it often does when you're a mother, come back to this visualization and remember why organizing your mom life matters to you. Pro tip number three, decide what you want to achieve this year. Seeing yourself living your best and most organized mom life is one thing, but how do you actually make it happen? Well, first, you decide exactly where you want to be at the end of the year, both personally and professionally. And you're going to dream big, like really big, as in big, hairy, and audacious. I'm in the set crazy, unrealistic, ginormous goals camp. Trust me, despite what conventional goal-setting wisdom might tell you, setting huge goals is the way to go. And don't you waste one second worrying you might fall short. I promise you will be far more fulfilled at the end of a year having missed a huge goal than you would if you achieved a realistic goal. When it comes to goal setting, realistic is usually code for minuscule. I'll give you an example. Last year, I missed a revenue goal for my business by 67 times. In other words, if you take what I actually made and multiplied it by 67, that was my goal. But I tripled what I had made the year before. And if I hadn't been going for such a huge goal, I probably wouldn't even have gotten that far. So that's why you really want to set those big goals because even when you fall short, you're way further than you would have been if you had set something realistic. When it comes to goal setting, again, we want to be crazy, almost unrealistic, ginormous, big, scary. Listen, You're not making all this effort to get your mom life organized just so you can do something small, right? I didn't think so. So what in your wildest dreams would you love to accomplish over the next year? Do you want to lose 100 pounds? Do you want to hit tennis balls like a pro like I do, publish a book like I'm going to do, (laughs) open a cake store, get a promotion, whatever it is, run for office? We're throwing fear out of the window as you decide on your top personal and professional goals for 2022. Your only limit here is your own willingness to be big. Allow it. Big is awesome. Pro tip number four, take itty bitty, teensy weensy tiny baby steps. Once you have your top BHAGs crystallized in your mind, your next step is to determine what you need to do each day to make them happen. And you are going to start very, very small. Begin by thinking about what you're going to have to accomplish on a monthly basis. What action step can you take each month that, if done consistently for 12 months, would result in you achieving each goal? Notice I said step, singular. You're just deciding on one monthly milestone. So, for example, if your annual goal was 
to lose 100 pounds, your monthly milestone might be to lose eight pounds. But if you're going to stay focused and off the hot mess express, we've got to trim it down even more. So next, you're going to decide what's the one activity you can do this week that, again, done four consecutive weeks would result in you achieving the monthly milestone. Now, often as we're answering this question, your first several responses are going to be milestones or results as well. So I want you to keep asking yourself this question until you get down to an activity. If we're going to stick with the weight loss example, the activity might be to walk five miles because you know if you walk five miles, you know that after four weeks of walking five miles, you'll lose eight pounds in a month. Now, side note, another pro tip within the pro tip. Remember that you have to come up with something you can do, not something you should do or something that sounds like really awesome and and aspirational because, again, we're starting small here. If we think of things that sound good, but we know we're not actually going to do, we're, we're starting too big. It's just, it's something you can do, something really small. There's no point in choosing something that you wish you could do. Because if you did, you would get there that much faster, but you know you actually won't do when push comes to shove when it's five in the morning or you know eight o'clock at night or whenever you're going to do this activity because it's too difficult or it's time consuming or it requires too many things to fall into place, something that you know you can do. Okay, got it? Now, lastly, you're going to whittle it down even more, like down to the granular by asking yourself, what's the one task I can do each day to ensure I complete my weekly activity, right? So if I did it every day for seven days, at the end of the seven days, I hit my weekly goal. And remember, the weekly thing is I'm going to do it every week for four weeks. So I hit the monthly and then the the monthlies, I do it every month for 12 months. And that's how we hit the annual goal. So we're backing into it. Now for this daily task, I want you to go as small as you can until you get down to a single task. So if we're keeping... With the weight loss example, perhaps the task is something as simple as be in bed with face washed and teeth brushed by 9.30 p.m. Because that ensures that you wake up on time to go for your walk in this hypothetical. So do you see where we're going with this? We're making big, hairy, and audacious bite-sized. And I want you to think about that. You just have to be in bed with your face washed and teeth brushed by 9.30 p.m. That's the daily task. It's not anything big, right? It sounds like so small that it can't possibly make a difference. But this is where we get into what I've talked about before with your lead domino. So it's something really small, but one small task, the right task will encourage you or promote you to do the next task. And then, you know, boom, 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 everything just falls down. And that's how we take a huge, ginormous goal and actually accomplish it. Now, a word to all you perfectionists out there who are afraid to even begin because you're like, what if I don't pick the right activity or the right task or you know, somewhere in that breakdown, I haven't chosen the right goal or milestone? It's okay if the activities and tasks you choose miss the mark at first. It is okay because if you end up being wrong about what your one thing is for each section, The beauty is that you'll figure it out quickly and then you can adjust. There is no wrong answer here because everything gives us information that informs our next move. 
Sometimes knowing that you're doing the wrong thing can be more valuable than getting it right the first time. Just start, just start and see what happens. This is what I mean when I say, just take the first step and the next step will reveal itself. You've just got to put one foot in front of the other. And finally, pro tip number five, prioritize and block it out. After you've whittled your BHAGs down to bite-sized daily tasks, you'll block off those items on your calendar first before anything else, before work even. So you're, you have to figure out how, to, how everything else on your plate is going to fit in around those tasks. Alternatively, if it's not something you would necessarily calendar but lends itself well to an alarm or a reminder, set those up in your phone immediately. My pro tip within this pro tip on setting reminders and calendar entries is to speak to yourself the way you would speak to someone you love. Use language that will make those entries hard to ignore when you're tempted later to simply hit snooze or dismiss when they go off. My go-to is choose yourself right now and I fill in the blank with what I promised myself I would do. Just use words that'll be powerful for you. Once you've blocked off time for your most important goals, you're already winning because you're focusing on what matters most. But what about all that other stuff on your mental dump list? This is where prioritizing comes in. To keep your mom life organized, you have to accept that not all things on that list matter equally. The loud, urgent tasks are not always the most important, and the quick, easy ones are not necessarily what you should do first. You have to prioritize. So with that backdrop, you're going to read back through your list one item at a time, and next to each item, write an A, B, or C. A items are the ones you must do. B items are the ones you should do, and C items are the ones you'd merely like to do. If you're more of a visual person, prioritize using three highlighters where each color represents the must-do, should-do, and would-like-to-do. When deciding on how to label the items on my list, I follow this rule. If it supports a BHAG in some way or counts as self-care, it's an A item always. For everything else, just go with your gut. So once you have everything prioritized, you're going to get the A items on your calendar in the time slots that are left after you blocked out those activities we identified before when we whittled your BHAGs down to a daily task. Then you're going to repeat the process for the Bs and the Cs. And as you're blocking off your time, you might feel in your gut that some items are mislabeled. Maybe a couple of your A's should really be Bs or vice versa. And that's fine because you're in charge here. You get to revise the labels as needed. Now. Spoiler alert, not everything you wrote down during your mental dump is going to fit into one week. But guess what? That's actually a good thing. The big benefit of having prioritized your to-dos is that only your most important items will make it onto the calendar. In other words, no more (laughs) whack-a-mole. You now have a place where your biggest goals are accounted for, your calendar because of the way you prioritized and make sure that those things made it on there first. And you have a place where everything else is recorded, which is your mental dump sheet. So you can refer back if time slots open up. This is how busy moms crush their goals. So bye-bye, Hot Mess Express. Get ready to crush it in 2022. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. 
If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.